The ancient Greeks built large stadiums for horse racing and chariot racing. The Greek words for horse and course were combined to give these stadiums the name Hippodrome. In the 19th century, French and English promoters began their own horse racing competitions and brought the name Hippodrome along with it. American promoters followed their example and included various other sports, including wrestling and boxing. Since these events were often meant more for entertainment than pure sport, many of these events had predetermined winners. The term hippodroming soon came to define sporting events of dubious integrity. These are also the best kind of sporting events. Welcome to the Hippodrome. Back. Welcome back. back. Oh, sorry. Not to the hippodrome. What? The hippodrome. Sorry, I'm sleepy. Welcome back to the hippodrome. Welcome back to the hippodrome, fans. Hippodrome, hippo heads. Hippies, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Hey, Kev. What up, bud? How you doing? <laughs> Miss you. Where is he now? Is he still? Uh, he's still in South Carolina. He's in South Carolina now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. That's congratulations, Kevin, on everything. <laughs> Sounds very genuine. If hey, if you guys want shout outs too, how about you write in and we'll give you some shout outs. Like Kevin does. Go to hippodroming at brockstevens.com or tweet us at hippodroming. Yeah. We talked about it at the end of the episode. We do. Yeah. So if you want more about that, listen to the end of the episode. Right. But for now, we gotta start the episode. Yeah. Because there's no start. there's no end of the episode unless we do the episode. We should probably do the episode before we do the end. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you excited? Very. All right. I'm ready to get Greek. Okay. <laughs> get him to the Greek. I know it's been tough the past few episodes because once we start off with Yusuf, I know you had a tough time moving on. Yeah, I felt like I lost a loved one. Yeah. And yeah. then I, I feel like I just made it worse by just talking about the other terrible Turk. And then there's Adali. like mad Turks. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many Turks. Just kept reminding you of what you had lost. Yeah. Yeah. It was like when you like have to put a dog down and then you go to the dog park afterwards. Right. And you're like, what's all these Turks doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I so, guess that's what's happening, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so today we're going to move on to something completely different. We're going to move God. off. Get my mind off okay. of Yusuf. So we did talk before about Rober versus Yusuf feud. Mm-hmm. What we didn't talk about is that there was a third person in that feud. A third. Yes. And that person was named George Heraclides. George. Strong usually, name. <laughs> usually just called Heraclides. I would assume. Or the horrible Greek. He's also sometimes referred to as the fierce Greek or the terrible Greek. Ooh, these people love being terrible. <laughs> you know, um, it's not a good thing to be terrible. <laughs> I would, I guess not. I mean, Antonio Pieri was also called the terrible Greek before. Yeah. <laughs> so. I was saying, like nowadays, you're like, oh, what's up with? How's Braun Strowman? Like, oh, he's terrible. He's terrible. Like that doesn't sound good. Like, he's... no, no, he he likes to be terrible. <laughs> like he's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's basically what it is. The worst Greek, Heraclides. Right. <laughs> uh, so he's a little bit trucker, tougher to track down in history as he isn't usually in make it into the history books. Or if he is, it's only a reference to Yusuf. Okay. But for a moment, at least, he seemed like he was going to be the next big star in the spring of 1898. Mm-hmm. So Heraclides first appears in the build-up to the second Yusuf versus Rover match. Um, the first match was a fiasco. Yes, well, we all know that. Uh, and before the match, Charlie White, who was Heraclides' manager, started challenging the winner of Yusuf versus Rover. Okay. So Charlie White's like, whoever wins... <laughs> My, my my boy's right here. I get a my, boy, my boy Heraclides, who wants to fight you? Okay. That's right. I'm just, I'm just understanding. W- winner gets to I, fight this I, I unknown I sh- guy. I shouldn't have to reiterate that. It was a very straightforward fact, but this gets very confusing to me. <laughs> so I had to make sure that I was hearing it correctly. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so these type of challenges happened a lot of, at that time. That would often be a way a new wrestler would be introduced would, that he would come in and challenge the winner of a big fight. Right. You want to be top dog. Right. Oh. So oftentimes nothing would really come of those challenges. Uh, it was just a way to get someone's a new wrestler's name out there. Okay. But on April 8th, 1898, Yusuf and Roba's managers met to settle the terms for a rematch. And Charlie White, the manager of Heraclides, also 
showed up to that match uh, and was able to get Heraclides signed to face the winner. Okay. So it seems like it's going to happen. Finally. Also, if for some reason, Roba did not show up for the match. It would just be Yusef versus Heraclides. Okay. Sounds like a good deal. He's a backup Heraclides, player. front row seats to the fight. And then if like if, if Roba, that, that's very important. Half the battle showing up. Right. Always keep your trunks in the, always keep your trunks in the trunk. That's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and White also wagered that $200 that Heraclides could beat either Yusef or Roba. A pretty penny back then. So as we talked about before, Yusuf and Roper had their second match on April 30th. Yes. And it's another no contest after breaking out into a brawl. Yep. So Heraclides was supposed to face the winner, but there was no winner. So what's Heraclides going to do then? He was left out of the loop, buddy. Oh, damn. <laughs> they were just like, oh yeah, we forgot about you, Heraclides. Yep. Damn. So he was supposed to face the winner of the match on May 7th, but with no winner. He didn't have a match. He didn't have anyone to face. H. Clyde, sorry. So Charlie White starts complaining again. He says that he Charlie, wants... Charlie White sounds very whiny. <laughs> Charlie whiny. He seems like he's complaining a lot already, but go on. I'm right out of the gate. Yeah. yeah. He's like, my guy's like the best guy. <laughs> and then they're like, well, I mean, he can fight the winner and then there's no winner. He's like, there wasn't even a winner. <laughs> I want my guy to fight someone. <laughs> Am I nailing Charlie White? That's what it probably <laughs> okay. sound like, yeah. Yeah, that's how I picture him. <laughs> Whiny little dweeb, Charlie White. <laughs> so mainly, Charlie wants uh, Heraclides to face Yusuf because that's that's the that's match the he guy. seems to be aiming for. Yeah. Uh, so finally, after a few more weeks, a match is set for Yusuf versus Heraclides. So we talk a little bit more about another Yusuf match. I mean, we can bring him up. I guess <laughs> I'll allow it. Why didn't we touch on this when we were talking about Yusuf? Because, I, was, I was saving it because of, okay, because it's important for Heraclides. Yeah, Damn, you're good with reveals. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to keep that in. <laughs> So, Yusuf versus Heraclides was set for a Madison Square Garden on June 11th, 1898. Damn. Never, never my, forget, dude. Never forget. 6-11-98, never forget. Heraclides <laughs> versus Yusuf, MSG. It's big time. Yep, where dreams come to life. <laughs> you know MSG. Go on. Uh, so, mind you, up until this time, this is the first report of a Heraclides match at all. Yeah. And he's facing Yusuf straight out of the gate. Damn. Fucking hot contender right here. Um, and in the hype up to the um, Yusuf and Heraclides match, we start to get a little backstory on Heraclides and who this character is. Who is Heraclides? So the Fort Wayne News out of Indiana reported that Heraclides was only 23 years old. Young buck. Mm-hmm. And he'd already been wrestling since he was 12. Wow. That's almost 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he's been renowned in Europe since he was 16. Jeez. Also, Heraclides was reportedly reported to be only 20 pounds lighter than Yusuf. That's not bad when you're 23. Yeah. Which would give him a better chance since the other wrestlers Yusuf had been competing against were much smaller than him. Okay. So this is the kind of thing I just you know picked up on. So the Ottoman Empire in Greece uh, had just had a war the year before this, but they have, in all the newspapers, they don't even bring it up. They're trying to say that what war? Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's because everyone knew about it, so it's like you don't even need to discuss it. We okay. know, we know like what's going on. going on. It's the underlying thing. Yeah. It's pretty sick. So, uh, so natural enemies, the Ottoman Empire and the Greece. Greeks. Yeah. yeah. Tale as old as time. <laughs> Yankees, Red Sox, Ottoman Empire, Greek, Jedis, Siths. Sort of. Peanut butter jelly. Yeah, I mean, kind of. <laughs> I don't of. think those are enemies, <laughs> but they probably don't like each other. They're hanging out all the time. They'll probably get annoyed after a while. Yeah. yeah. Like, Dude, can I just hang out with Fluff? <laughs> and then the and then Jelly's like, I don't want you to hang out with Fluff. And then Peter Brothers like, what, you Jelly? That's <laughs> pretty good. I'm going to move on <laughs> off that. <laughs> That's good. Cut out for sure. So, <laughs> so also, in preparation for this fight and for all the chaos of the previous Yusuf fights, uh, notice was put out for the Heraclides match that they won't allow any spectators on the floor of the garden. Yeah. No specs. And they have to watch in the seats. Okay. No one in the pit. Yeah, you, you sit back a little bit because yeah. this is going to be this is going to be chaos. It's going to be all over the place. Right. Too dangerous to sit up front. Absolutely. Yeah. So, knowing what you know about this. It doesn't this, go well. Okay. All right. It goes catastrophically, <laughs> catastrophically wrong. Okay. Yeah. To some degree. I can't tell you. You don't know how? It's always different. <laughs> I don't know. Does a, the building catch on fire? <laughs> 
<laughs> so the match takes place on June 11th, 1898, in front of 2,000 fans. Uh, the results describe Heraclides' appearance and entrance. Okay, let's hear it. I want to hear this. So Heraclides is an unusually dirty-looking peasant. With oh, <laughs> damn. With thick, matted uh, hair and a mustache and lots of confidence. He spread-eagled his arms and sailed down the steps. Sailed down. Just like, like Spread out his arms. Yeah, just like flying like an he's, eagle. He's just flaunting. soaring. He's flaunting. He's taunting and flaunting. <laughs> so he landed on the big floor. He pirouetted like a very muscular ballet girl. Dude, we all know about muscular ballet girls. <laughs> the most famous type of ballet girls. <laughs> so, it's a rose joke. <laughs> Heracles looks like a ballet girl if she was jacked. <laughs> so Yusuf uh, towers over Heraclides. So much, much taller. Much taller. But only 20 pounds heavier. Right. So Heraclides must be a little fat, a little pudgy fat boy. Uh, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking aspect ratios. Uh, yeah, I mean, I also, I think they might have built him up to be way more than he actually did okay. to try to say that he was closer. Oh, okay. So... The lies upon lies. Are you lies. telling me there's some lies involved in this? There's a few lies okay. in the Hippodrome. I'm going to try to detect them. Okay. <laughs> the first fall is Greco-Roman. That's truth. <laughs> they start to wrestle, and Heraclides begins running up and slapping Yusuf on the stomach. So that's, that's his strategy. That's okay. It's a little it's disrespectful, but whatever, man. Why is he doing that? So this goes on for only a minute okay. before Yusuf catches Heraclides in a neck hold. He wraps his arms around Heraclides' head, picks him up, and drops him down. Damn. Just slams Heraclides. Slams him on the ground. Big fat Heraclides. Then on the mat, Yusuf gets a leverage hold behind Heraclides' left shoulder. Yep. Left. Yeah. Uh, and Heraclides' head is pulled back, and he collapses. So oh. Yusuf wins the first fall in just 47 seconds, and Heraclides is dragged away to the dressing room. Gotcha. That's the, <laughs> that's the whole thing? That's, that's, the, so that's the first fall. Oh, the first fall. Okay, yeah, yeah. So everyone thinks that, okay, is this that it? Is this a squash? Like, like Yusuf is going to just dominate Heraclides? Why are we sitting so far back? Right. We, I thought it was going to be chaos. We, we had to sit this far back for 47 seconds in a neck hold. Right. Let's see what fall two happens. Let's see, let's see where this takes us. So 15 minutes later, Heraclides comes back out. Yeah. And this time he is not dancing. Of course not. He's sore. He's pissed too. Right. If I know anything about my man Heraclides, he's pissed. <laughs> Charlie White's definitely getting in his head backstage. Like, you're like... You slap that man's stomach and then you let that let him do that to you? Yeah, that's what's going on out back. Heraclides yeah. and Charlie White. Charlie White's halftime pep talking him. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll see if it works. We'll see, see what happens. So he's like, "No more, no more dancing on the way out. You are a wrestler. Go out there and wrestle." So they're gonna do catch his catch hand on second fall. Charlie White wasn't as whiny this time. <laughs> So they wrestle again, and Heraclides goes back to the tactic of slapping Yusuf's belly again. Oh, my God. How old are you? Oh, 23. 23. <laughs> yeah, very childish. It's showing. You're eight, you're eight. That's what Yusuf was saying. He goes, you're showing your age right now. <laughs> it, fucking, it fucked him up. <laughs> it's like, I gotta get in this. Yeah. But Yusuf catches, chases him and gets Heraclides in a waist hold this time. Mm-hmm. And he throws him down again. And he gets a hammerlock to win the second fall. In just three minutes and five seconds. What the hell is going on? <laughs> okay. So 47 seconds, three minutes, and whatever. Yeah. So that's it. That's the whole match? That's the match. Her- Heraclides oh, was built up to be this big star. It was the talk of the town. Big Madison Square Garden match. He gets squashed. The thing is, we got to be talking about him for a reason. Me and you, there's got to be something on it. Because like what's going on? Are, they, are, are there fans asking for refunds? Are they pissed? People are pissed. Is it to say it in the paper? This was, so this is actually how I first like thought of the idea for this, is oh, that yeah. 20 years after this this happens, people are still talking about what a ripoff this match was. Okay. And it's credited as being one of the matches that started to kill the wrestling scene in New York in the late 1890s. Oh, yeah. That, that New York scene's dying out. Right. I think it came back eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, in the aftermath, uh, immediate aftermath, Charlie White gets accused of knowing that Heraclides had no skill whatsoever and that he was just, actually just an east side caught push peddler that White pulled off the street and that everything was all hype. So, people are saying he's putting money on Yusuf? Or... No, people are saying that uh, Charlie White just grabbed a guy off the street who was just like peddling food. Okay. And they just, he just like said, oh, he I like, like your look. Peasant. 
Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, I like. I think you got a good look. You're you're kind of big. Like, we put you up against Yusuf. Yeah. Hey, you're kind of fat. You want to fight Yusuf? <laughs> He's like, all right, sure. <laughs> um, but what's what's the what does Charlie White have to gain from doing that? Uh, the money of the match because people the game oh, receipts. He, got, he gets paid. He gets paid. Yeah. It was like 70 to the winners, thirty to the to the. the uh, I don't, I don't know the ball. breakdown. I think, it used to be, I think it used to be something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just go off of Who that. gets the winner's purse? Yeah. So this would be the prevailing story for years that Charlie White just, that Heraclides was just some peasant off the street that um, he grabbed. And to try to that. get, to make a quick buck. Yeah. Dis, um, disrespectful. Yep. Uh, so usually when they talk about it 20, 30 years later, uh, they would say that Heraclides just dropped out of sight completely after this, and no one really knew what happened to him. Yeah, I mean, I would. I'd be very embarrassed. That's what all the articles, that's what all the books say. <laughs> Dude, I come in, I slap some stomachs and just yeah. get my ass whooped. Yeah. And, okay. Go ahead. No, I mean, I'm just upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Go. So I decided to go a little deeper into the story. Dude. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> We're digging deep here. Wait, did Heraclides really go away? Or is he popping around other places? He pops up other places. No. <laughs> Where? <laughs> so Heraclides, who is now just going by the terrible Greek. Yeah. Next the wor- shows the worst Greek. <laughs> <laughs> so he he next shows up a couple of months later in a match in New Jersey in August of 1898 against a wrestler named Charlie Miller, whose nickname was the Horrible Jew. That's fine. Okay. I mean, it's just, it's like everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible, terrible Greek versus horrible Jew. Yeah. Uh, so they wrestled for forty minutes to a draw. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's better than that's better than like uh, four minutes to two falls. That's true. Yeah. 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 yeah I would yeah. rather watch that. Yeah. I, 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 it's show. harder to complain about. But I mean. Still, you can't even you can't beat the horrible Jew. <laughs> <laughs> you you go Yusef right off the bat, and, you, and then after that you, you you're fighting the horrible Jew. It's a big drop off. Charlie Miller is not like a name like Yusef is. You don't say. <laughs> I don't know if you heard his moniker, <laughs> the horrible Jew. Yeah, horribles and terribles. And yeah. yeah, it's so. <laughs> <laughs> He messed up real bad with that, <laughs> Charlie Miller. He was like, he was like, everybody's the terrible Turk. I'm okay. I'm Jewish. <laughs> oh, I got it. The horrible Jew. <laughs> I bring horrors. <laughs> like it's not a good name, man. It's not great. <laughs> you're the, what do you mean you're the horrible Jew? <laughs> Charlie Miller, man, not a fan. <laughs> and that's not anti-Semitic. I'm just saying I don't like him. Yeah, that's fair. So according to the Trenton Evening Times. Uh, after that 40 match was over at a draw, the crowd just seemed to be relieved that the match was just over. <laughs> I mean, the the modern equivalent of boring chants throughout. Yeah. People CM just... Punk. They were starting to chant, we want divas. <laughs> Women's give divas wrestling. a chance. Yeah, give yeah. divas a chance. Yeah. Um, so this was a relatively minor match, clearly. As, mm-hmm. uh, but the same month, uh, Heraclides next make, next... Uh, has a little more headlines locally because he wrestled a Japanese rec- wrestler named Takazawa, mm-hmm. whose nickname is the Stormy Jap or the Strong Jap. I was literally worried about that. Yeah, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> they they just was want... this when was this? This was eighteen late eighteen. So that's before Jap got like a more condescending term, right? Where it was kind of just like yeah, it was short for Japanese. That's just what they're yeah. called, yeah, like yeah. Greek, Jew- Jew- no different short than for Greek. Jewish, yeah. yeah, yeah. Greek is short for someone from the Stormy Jap, the Stormy Jap, Takazawa, Takazawa. Uh, so this would be Takazawa. <laughs> I want to be called the Stormy Jap, but I can't because I'm not Japanese and it's offensive now. Yeah, but I want I want to be Stormy something. <laughs> Stormy Swain. Stormy Swain. Stormy Daniels. I'm going to be Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Stormy Daniel. Ryan. The Fallen Angel, Stormy, Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels, yeah. Uh, this, so this would be Takazawa's first match in America, mm-hmm. and it was set was to take place along, along with the baseball game. So okay. they'd go to a baseball game, and they were going to watch this wrestling match also beforehand. Um, it is really tough doing these episodes without uh, reading newspaper articles, without... Uh, Sounding racist, for sure. You know what? Let's preface it right here. We're saying we're quoting things. This is written in, in the late um, 
19th century. Right. So, I mean, a lot of this stuff is, it's coming from a different time. Yeah. And we, very it's, terrible it's, not, time. it's not our views. It's a very horrible time. Right. Very stormy time. <laughs> <laughs> They're not our views. And, um, I mean, I, I'm speaking for myself. I don't mean to speak for you, Steve. But <laughs> that, was, that was my fault. You don't fault. speak for me. <laughs> that, was my, that was my fault. They're not my views, but they may be, maybe they're your views. Uh, no comment. So wow. they were expecting... <laughs> Strong no comment. <laughs> so they were expecting a big crowd for this match. Okay. They are not my views. Um, that they were expecting a big crowd. That was yeah, that's, that's not how you're interpreting it. <laughs> While the match is also hyped as being for the world title for some reason, mm-hmm. um, that's not the big story that comes out of the match. So Takazawa weighs only 149 pounds, but he wins decisively in a very scary match. Scary. Mm-hmm. So what apparently happened was Takazawa had Heraclides and a half Nelson. Okay. When Heraclides started to have a seizure, uh, Taku- Takazawa didn't realize that Takazawa was 140 pounds. Yeah, how much of a how much of a full Nelson can give this giant man? Because he's fat, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He might be fat, <laughs> but I mean that must be a strong full Nelson if you start giving. Oh, whatever. Okay, he was not. It wasn't going well, and he so they kept wrestling until Heraclides passed out, Damn. and then his face uh, becomes discolored. Damn, that's how he got the name. Stormy? No, I thought we were going to have a different name yeah, no. coming up. Okay. Uh, Takazawa was arrested after the match, and Heraclides was taken to the hospital, and it was expe- expected to die. Arrested? Yep. And expected to die. Takazawa, Takazawa was, was arrested, arrested for, uh, for, for attempted manslaughter. Attempted manslaughter on Heraclides for a half Nelson. Okay. <laughs> so very... Li- <laughs> So all the newspaper reports this the next that day. Crooked cop from the last episode, Steve Rowan. Yeah, <laughs> no, him? he's not involved. He just like pranks wrestlers or something like that. Well, he usually get he usually gets pranked. Rowan. He usually gets pranked. Yeah. Um, okay. maybe he was trying to get back. It was like, was like, it was like him, the mayor, him, the mayor, and uh, and uh, Holly and Dolly, right? Just like buds, right? Yeah, just hanging out. Damn, the good old days. So yeah, the, the next day everyone's like Heraclides. He's probably gonna die after that match. Mm-hmm. Didn't look good. Uh, but very late that night, he did regain consciousness. Yeah. So he makes it through. So thank God. So Her- I was getting worried about Heraclides. <laughs> so he just keeps getting ridden off, and then like he's oh he's coming back again. Yeah. So by, by this point, oh, this time he's dying. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. Oh, psych. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the stormy Jap almost murdered him. Right. Yeah, but now he's good. Never mind. Psych. So you'd think this would be the end for him. He's you would, like, you, you'd think he'd if hang the it stormy up. Jap almost puts you out. If you lose, if you draw with the horrible Jew, right. And the stormy Jap almost kills you and goes to jail for it. Right. Hang up the boots, dude. Right. Heraclides, you got nothing, man. So instead, he decides to challenge Ernest Rober. The Ernest Rober. <laughs> Go right back up to the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Takazawa. What, and all of his 140 pounds almost killed me. I'm going to go for Ernest Rover. <laughs> World-renowned superstar at this point. So, in- <laughs> Change his name to the dumbass Greek. <laughs> Heracle- George, the dumbass Greek Heraclides. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah. Those are my views. I don't, right? have, I don't have an explanation of how he... <laughs> Thinks that What's he's gonna he wrestle Rober. I love. I love these episodes. These stress me out so much because, like, I know it's a while ago, but like, I'm trying to put myself there. And like, what are you doing, man? You almost died. I do love that we've gone to the point where where uh, someone challenging Ernest Rober is a laugh line. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. Ernest Rober. <laughs> Is he crazy? Well, you can't you can't lose to the Harold Jew and then the uh, the Stormy Jap and then go for Ernest Rover. It's crazy. It's an unwritten rule. So in December of 1898, Ernest Rober's brother William apparently accepts the match on Rober's behalf. <laughs> Yo, what up, man? It's me, Big Bill Rober. Ernie's in. <laughs> Are you sure? However, due to Rober's schedule, he wouldn't be able to have the match until March the following year. Yo, Ernie's in, but he's kind of busy, dude. <laughs> I don't know if you heard of my brother Ernie, but he's doing a lot right now. <laughs> I know I know you're spending your time getting the shit kicked out of you by little Japanese boys, but Ernie's out there whooping ass, so maybe maybe in March. 
Maybe in March you can square up with Ernie Rober. <laughs> Spits on him. So Dude, he should just fight. He should just fight Big Bill Rober. <laughs> he should have a match with Big Bill Rober, and I'm sure Big Bill Rober will kick his ass. <laughs> Eric Clay just can't fight. He's awful. He's very bad. <laughs> right. He's the the terrible Turk and the terrible Greek are two very different nicknames. Like yeah. terrible Turk is like, oh, he's scary. He's really yeah. bad. He's gonna he can beat everybody. S- terrible Greek, he's just a straight up terrible. Bad wrestler. He's a terrible wrestler. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what they were like. Hey, man, you should be the terrible wrestler. He's like, can we just do Greek? <laughs> uh, so to me, as I was starting to read this and read about the how this challenge went down, I thought that it just sounded like Heraclides was pulling off a con to get his name in the paper with Robers and just like made up a relative of Robers. The same thing that happened with Yusef. Right. Yeah. But um, Robers also incredibly sketchy and incredibly problematic in many ways. Yeah, so I know. I know. <laughs> uh, in March of 1898, 1899, sure enough, uh, reports start showing up that they are going to wrestle. Damn. Ernie yeah. accepts. <laughs> Bill was right. Bill wasn't lying. Bill spoke the truth that Ernie versus... Uh, Ernie versus George is going down. Right. So on March 10th in Baltimore, they're going to have the match. Uh, and actually, um, this was the same week that Robert defeated the fake Haliadali, is that he's also going to wrestle Heraclides. Okay. Yeah, you're right. He is doing some sketchy stuff. <laughs> so they sign a match. If you uh, start telling me it's not the real Heraclides, I'm leaving. <laughs> I will literally walk out the door. It's the real Heraclides. Okay, thank you. <laughs> So they sign, no one's pretending to be Heraclides. (laughs) (laughs) No one's like, oh. I was like, I'm going to take up this Heraclides moniker that everyone's talking about. So they sign a match to wrestle, catches, catch, can, no holds barred. But just as about the match, (laughs) those again in the ring. Catches, catch, can, no No holds holds barred. No rules, dude. Why is the referee there? The referee's there just to to count the fall. That's right. Yeah. But just as the match is about to start, Deputy Police Marshal Farnan from Baltimore steps into the ring and set, announces... Uh, blows a whistle. Yep. Yeah. He says that the police would not allow the stranglehold to be used. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know this match is no whole bar, but as your law enforcement here in Baltimore, we are strictly saying no strangleholds. <laughs> we are putting our foot down on strangleholds. Again, we are the police. <laughs> police, open up. <laughs> no strangleholds. All right. <laughs> is there a problem, officer? Is there any strangleholds going on in this? Yeah, hey, what's the problem, officer? Uh, just, no, don't mind me. I'm just here making sure no strangleholds go on. <laughs> so Heraclides hears this news of no strangleholds. Um, what you might think might be a good thing. Maybe he, like, considering know. that he just got choked out, like, <laughs> he got hospital. choked to death by a little Japanese boy. Yeah. Now chasing a big, a big guy. Yeah. He's like, oh, no strangleholds. Okay, well, that eliminates the fact that I might die again. Right. But, okay, what's Her- how's Heracles? So he refuses to wrestle without the stranglehold. <laughs> He's like, I love the stranglehold. <laughs> you expect me to go, you expect me to go, no match, no match without the stranglehold? <laughs> So, of course, <laughs> that's my whole plan. <laughs> I'm gonna slap his tummy and get him strangled. You guys know how I do this. So, Robert just ends up wrestling a local wrestler named George Burlingame. <laughs> <laughs> so, they wrestle for 15 minutes, and uh, anyone who, who do- doesn't want to stay just gets their admission back. Okay. Um, weird move uh, zoning out a little bit with uh, like if we zoom out like hippodroming weird move to just be like it's fake and it's like oh, yeah but if you want your admission back you take it it's like so that's what how you ba- that's how bad Heraclides is yeah, yeah, <laughs> is that yeah. they're like alright I think we pushed it too far with this one Damn. we gotta like give we gotta do something for the fans we gotta give them the money back um, George Burlingame <laughs> So from there, a match between Heraclides and Ed Atherton starts to be discussed in Elmira, New York. Okay, uh, back to the Big Apple, but like I think it was Elmira. Elmira is not in the city. It's right? not in the city now. Yeah, so, 
But we're, it's still a good part of New York, though. <laughs> no offense to Elmira. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't wanna, I don't want all our Elmira fans tuning out on me. Uh, where is Elmira? <laughs> I, I don't want to pull it up. Yeah, pull it up. Let's see. Elmira. I'm going to guess it's near Albany. That's my guess. I'm going to guess between Albany and New York City, but like <laughs> that's most of New York State, so... Uh, it's, it's closer to like Pennsylvania. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's like near Pennsylvania. It's right on the border of Pennsylvania? Mm-hmm. Wow. So then you had those people from Pennsylvania coming, like just crossing the border. Right. Trying to watch that Heraclides versus Ed Alberforth match or whatever his name is. Ed Atherton. Yeah. We call him Alberforth. Um, well, it's interesting because, uh, we mentioned Atherton briefly in the last match where Holly Adali uh, beat Atherton four times in an hour. Yeah. So fourth. Whipped his ass. Alderforth. Alderforth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. This must be what you were thinking. That's what I was, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what the fans held up. Right. Alderforth. Alderforth. And he, like, ripped him up. <laughs> so that was one time. <laughs> I lost four times just one time. Like, Alderforth. <laughs> so this begins a t- period of time where... All the coverage of Heraclides is in Elmira. Okay. He just hangs out in Elmira for a while. All the coverage? What do you mean? Uh, coverage. Coverage. Okay. All, the, all the newspaper coverage of Heraclides. So he's the mayor of Elmira. <laughs> well, is he? Is he liked in Elmira? No, they hate him. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, get this Greek out of here. This guy stinks. <laughs> he's like, Elmira, I love you. <laughs> Thanks for covering me. Thank you, the media. They're like, go home. <laughs> go back to Greece. It's like, oh, I'm a terrible Greek. Like, we know. You're terrible, dude. Leave. You're the worst. Yeah, you're a dumbass Greek. So according to the Buffalo Inquirer, uh, how this happened was that he was there for a vaudeville show, and the show just falls apart. So he seems to be kind of stuck in Elmira, I think. I think that's what happens. <laughs> stuck in Elmira. The the George Heraclides story. <laughs> So the Star Gazette, which is an Elmira newspaper, I know I read um, it. I'm subscribed. <laughs> uh, they do not like a lot of wrestlers, and definitely do not like Heraclides. Yeah, okay. So, uh, in the build-up for the match with Atherton, um, they openly uh, state that Atherton had recently, quote unquote, lost a fake match when he wrestled Franz Karl Welderman, German. Um, but they think that. Uh, for the Heraclides match that there's so little money involved and the stakes are so low <laughs> that it's like, <laughs> that it's like, like please just let me play <laughs> go ahead there's so, there's so little money involved that they're like it's probably on the level <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I don't know why anyone would, would fake this match because right. it just like it seems like the stakes are so low they're, they're like if they were faking this match wouldn't it be like good <laughs> <laughs> So they also start to give a much different backstory to Heraclides than him being a peddler. Okay. Um, so here are some highlights of what... So... so, so Run down. Hit the bullets, dude. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so they're like, Heraclides, like, he's awful, but here's some things about him yeah, that we're okay. going to report. Yeah. So he was born in Greece and wrestled there until he was 14 years old. Yeah. Uh, he's now 24, which checks out as before. Uh-huh. Um, so he would have been born around 1875. Um, despite early reports saying that he was only 20 pounds lighter um, than Yusuf, they say that he's 170 pounds. Okay. He's five foot six inches tall. All right. Um, his father is also a doctor, and his brother is still in Greece. Okay. All right. Okay. That all checks out. Uh, so that's normal biographical yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's fine. There's nothing sketchy there. So also four years ago, uh, he wrestled in Egypt for a while. Okay. While in Egypt, he killed two men. Killed two men in Egypt. Yep. Uh, one he killed with a stranglehold, which explains why he wants the stranglehold. Yeah, it seems to be his go-to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Saqid Ali Khabib. And just to clarify, you yeah. said his brother's still in Greece? Yeah, his brother's still in Greece. That's kind of weird. Go it's, on. So, you know, his father's, you know, his dad's his brother's a in Greece, his father's doctor. He killed yeah. two men in Egypt with a stranglehold. Okay, yep, go on. Um... Uh, one one he killed with a stranglehold, the other by bursting his stomach and grasping a hold. Okay, just squeezed his stomach to death? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, this was noted to be a white wrestler. Uh, yes, okay. 
That's a note that they. I don't know up. if that. I mean, maybe it's just an objective note, but I, are they saying that because it's like that makes him evil, or that makes him just? Like, or are they just saying they don't have his name? They're just like, white. oh, it's just a white wrestler. There's some beat. white dude in Egypt. Yeah, he's getting my man, killed. My man, my man, squished to death. <laughs> squished his <laughs> stomach to death. Also, his brother's still in Greece. <laughs> uh, in Egypt, also, they signed contracts stating that in case either man in wrestling match is killed. The victor won't be held responsible because it's a common enough situation. They should have done that with the Tazawa match, right? Um, Is that his name Tazawa? Takazawa. Takazawa. Tazawa's like a, like a. He's wrestling now. Yeah, Tazawa's now. Right. Takazawa's then. Takazawa then. Tazawa's now. Yeah. Evolution. Right. Got it. Got that K. Um. So he, they also talk about this guy who trains them. Uh, Peter Cutolinus. Peter Cutolingus. So they talk about him being this famous Greek wrestler. If you search for Peter Cutolanus on on Google, what's his last name? C U T A L E A N U S. Cutolanus. Yeah, Cutolanus. Okay. Peter Cutolanus. The if famous you search, Greek if you wrestler. Search his name. What you get? You have to turn off restricted images. Uh, the only thing you will get is my clipping of this article. <laughs> No one cares about Peter Cutolangus. No, that's Cutolangus. the only Google search you. Uh, if someone can search for Peter Cutolangus and find something besides the article I clipped, yeah. I'd love to know about it. Dude, please write in with some info on Pete Cut. Pete Cuts, dude. <laughs> so Peter once killed a lion during a wrestling match. Wow, was he wrestling a lion, or did it just come into the match? Because <laughs> that's a good question. How do you how do you just kill a lion during a wrestling match? I think he was wrestling a lion. Damn. Yeah. Was it the Sultan lion? No, just a lion. An actual lion? It's an actual lion. Dude, I'd be so pissed if I was a Sultan's lion and then some guy was just wrestling actual lions yeah. and beating them. I'd be like, well, that kind of makes me look very weak. <laughs> well, you know, Chris Jericho's the lion tamer. Peter Cotolanus, the lion killer. <laughs> Peter, yeah. Dude, Jericho, the real Jericho just subdue, subdues them. Right. He comes in for the kill. <laughs> Uh, so, I, the, I love how everyone has all these little gimmicks. So, Peter, they talked about his gimmick, um, was that he has a tendency, so he would strap a cannon to either of his shoulder and shoot him off. Shoot cannons? He'd shoot cannons from his shoulder. Okay. That's you think that would be Tom Cannon's gimmick, right? You would think it would play into it. <laughs> yeah, okay. He did not do that, though. All right. So, Pete Cutelanus shoots cannons? He shoots cannons. Okay. He kills lions, shoots cannons. Um, they don't. He doesn't come back. Like he okay. just like this is just like the guy who trained Heraclides. Okay, was Pete Cutolanus. It's good to know. Yeah, it's, it's good it's, biographical info. Know where he's coming from, dude. He's actually you know that dentist that shot the lion, Cecil. Yeah, yeah. He's actually Pete Cutolanus. He <laughs> shot him with a cannon. <laughs> he comes back around. Yeah. So maybe you have to search for that dentist's name, <laughs> and then and that way you can get more info. On it. Uh, do you ever see like movies and stuff where they'll have like a character who's like secretly immortal, and they'll be doing things throughout history, like things like there's some. It's a it's a trope that sometimes happened. Imagine if there's a character who is just Peter Cutlanus throughout history, and all he keeps doing is just killing lions. Yeah, like, I do. I thing. can't imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you just did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was the one who, who knocked Mufasa off the cliff into the stampede. Everyone thinks it was Scar because the way it was filmed. But it was actually Pete Cutolanus. Uh, so, only had the lion I could think of dying. That's oh, what about Siegfried and Roy? No, that's a tiger and the tiger There's killed him. They didn't kill him. They attacked them, though. They attacked him. Yeah, I mean, as they should. We're, we're here for animal rights, folks. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so... Back to Heraclides versus Atherton. Thank you. So the terms of the match were going to be catch as catch can... No holds barred. Winner take all of either $75 or $150, depending on the source. Okay. So Heraclides is pretty broke right now. <laughs> My man needs some cash. <laughs> um, so <laughs> so he, he gets a backer named George Cummings. Okay. Um, who is described as the well-known Lake Street fruit dealer, George Cummings. <laughs> Okay, it's pretty it's similar to the Minneapolis freight train <laughs> man, steam operator, whatever his name was. So it seems like a hell of a match, doesn't it? Uh, dude, I, what's his name? Cummins? Uh, Atherton? No, no, the other guy. Uh, George what, Cummings? The, well, the backer? The well-known... The well-known Lake Street fruit dealer? Well-known Lake Street fruit dealer. It's badass. 
gone. He's pretty well known. I also tried searching for him more to find out how well known of a luxury fruit dealer he was. What do we got? Not very well known. <laughs> dude, I imagine just going up and down Lake Street, just being like, "There's comments, dude, peddling his fruit." <laughs> but just like Steve Rowan, who he was known to be on the corner of Madison and whatever. Yeah, like these street names. The well-known Lake Street fruit dealer, George Cummings. Hi, I'm George Cummings. Hi, nice to meet you. The well-known Lake Street fruit dealer. You've probably heard of me. Um, I have now. <laughs> You're actually not as well-known as you think you are, George. Well, you know, I'm going to back Heraclides in the Well, smash. I mean, the only thing I have going for me is, like, that I deal fruit, so. <laughs> yeah, I deal fruit. I, I back fake wrestling matches. Yeah, I deal fruit. You may have heard of me. I'm very well-known. <laughs> What's wrong with your ego, George? <laughs> you deal fruit on Lake Street. Get over yourself. <laughs> Um, so things kind of fall through in the planning of this match. It doesn't go straight forward to a fall? No. Okay. Uh, and the newspapers aren't super neutral on who they blame for this match. So the negotiations break down on what would count as a fall. So this, there's going to be two or three points down. Okay. So, uh, I think we talked, do we talk about points, what points down mean? Uh, yeah, your shoulders and your... Your hips? Yeah, shoulders yeah. and hips count as a points down. So Heraclides insists on there being three points down. Her- okay. Strong insistent. Atherton says he wants two points, uh, the which is more common. Yeah. Yeah, two shoulders. I'm realizing now, in, when, in my head, I was like, Heraclides is saying that because he wants a real challenge. Right. But I'm also now realizing that he just wanted to choke this guy out. <laughs> and like, he knows there's a good chance that this guy's just going to pin him real quick. <laughs> so... The Buffalo Inquirer, um, although they were building up the match before, they talk, they say Heraclides is just a candy peddler. Yep. Uh, they also say that he is a coward in his heart. And at the time that the war between Turkey and Greece was on, some practical jokers in New York tried to kidnap Heraclides and send him to Europe. However, his cowardice saved him for fearing that he would be drafted. He hid in a cellar for five days and nearly starved to death. Dude, what a great episode of Practical Jokers. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it's such a throwaway story, and I, it's probably made up because, like, that's a weird thing to say. But I do like the idea of that kidnappers are practical jokers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this guy gotcha. kidnapped him. <laughs> and that's someone's being a coward from hiding from kidnappers. Yeah, put out an APB. Uh, uh, we have a missing female, age twenty one, uh, probably taken by some good pranksters. Well, I mean, the police, you know, obviously are too busy breaking up strangleholds. Yeah, yeah, we'll get back to this uh, this prank in a second. (laughs) This high-class prank of kidnapping. (laughs) When did kidnapping become a bad thing? It's always been a bad thing. No, back then it's just I a guess, joke. I guess not. Yeah. It's a joke. You're right. Yeah, like, I say that, but yeah, the evidence is right in front of me. Man. You're reading it. Yeah. Like, relax, Heraclides. We're kidding. <laughs> it's a joke. We're just going to kidnap you and send you off to war. Be yeah. a good prank. Like, psych. Like, psych, dude. Like, oh, you weren't going to really kidnap me? No, we were really going to kidnap you and send you off to war. But, but the then... prank is that you didn't want us to do that. Right. You right. don't want to fight in the war because right. you're a coward. We were like, we were debating on just tying your shoelaces together. But like, I have a much better prank. <laughs> Let's get him to go off to war. <laughs> um, so, the Star Gazette also quips that uh, the terrible Greek is about as terrible as a two-year-old child. Damn. Getting him. So, they, they're finally realizing that they can play this up, this terrible... They're like, yeah, he's up. been calling himself terrible for years. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, excuse me, <laughs> newsroom. I have a great idea about how to describe Heraclides. He's been saying he's terrible for years. How about we call him terrible? <laughs> Johnson, that's genius. <laughs> get, it, get it in print immediately. <laughs> the terrible Greek is uh, terrible. <laughs> Like a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible twos, dude. Um, that's probably where it comes from. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> Billy, go to your room. You're acting like Heraclides right now. <laughs> <laughs> Stop slapping my belly. Stop slapping my belly. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, what do we say? Don't act like Heraclides. <laughs> <laughs> so next, about a week later in early May... Heraclides pops up in Rochester, and he's scheduled to wrestle a Turkish wrestler named Ali Mustafa. Wasn't he in the last Mustafa? Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali is a dude now. Ali Mustafa. Okay, but Mustafa Ali is a dude nowadays, right? Yep. Damn. 
crazy. <laughs> All this. I wonder if Mustafa Ali knows there was a guy named Ali Mustafa. <laughs> I don't know. Are those just common names in um, Turkey? Uh, I, I assume they're in that region of, I mean, the, Ali of the world. Cool, Ali's yeah. Mustafa. Okay, yeah, we'll so, take it. Okay. Um, it's spelled differently. It's spelled A L E E uh, for Ali, and Mustafa is spelled M O S T F O I A. Okay. So. Maybe it maybe it's a little slightly different pronunciation. Oh, Mustafwe. 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 Yeah. Mustafwe. So So they're supposed to wrestle in Rochester. Dude, he made it out of Elmira. <laughs> Finally. But the Elmira Star Gazette is not <laughs> is not gonna let this go. Because <laughs> they need their boy. So they pick up on the rot so Rochester's reporting on it. And uh Elmira starts like referencing like reports in Rochester about Heraclides, and they say that he's been telling a lot of news stories in Rochester that don't match with what they told us here in Elmira. Uh, my, my, uh, Heraclides is lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you read the our, our Elmira news, but like he's not telling the truth here. So one of those stories that they're telling in in Rochester is that Heraclides wrestled and killed a lion. That's not true. That was Pete. That was Pete. Yeah. <laughs> that was Pete Cutalanus. Yeah. So he said that he did it in front of 5,000 fans in Montreal, Canada. Well, let's get those witnesses. You, there's enough of them, right? Yeah. 5,000 people in Montreal, that's like 3,000 people. What? Uh, they have the metrics. Well. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, they <laughs> that's 3,000 3, metric people. Heraclides also starts claiming that he once beat Yusuf in Egypt. Okay. As people uh, do, people know about the the four minute match, four minute two fall match with Yusef in uh, in in Madison Square Garden. You would think they would. No, but he's over in Egypt. But that was a year ago. He's over in Egypt killing white men, <laughs> beating Yusef. That was a year ago. Who okay. can remember that long ago? We can. That's why we dug this up. We're exposing the Heraclides yeah. myth right now. Yeah, that doesn't exist. Uh, so on May sixth, Heraclides. Beats Mustafa in two straight falls in six minutes uh, in the first fall and two minutes and twenty seconds in the second fall. Okay, so he wins. He he beat a Turk. He basically beat Yusuf. Right. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, he also gives an exhibition of dumbbell exercises he's, after the match. He, okay. He's like he's like you guys said I wouldn't be able to beat a Turk in New York and uh, here I am in New York beating Turks. <laughs> kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Madison Square Garden, it wasn't Yusef, but it was a Turk, it was New York. So, <laughs> so, so I'm here. <laughs> so yeah, that's me, Heraclides. Now watch these dumbbell exercises. <laughs> so Herac- Dude, he is a dumbbell. <laughs> Uh, oh, I mean, once the newspapers pick up on that whole trend, like that's gonna really take off. Like, oh, he lifts dumbbells. Yeah, he is a dumbbell. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's <laughs> He's a terrible dumbbell. That takes a few decades for them to figure out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They weren't good with wordplay. <laughs> Took him a year to realize he was calling himself terrible. <laughs> like, we hate this guy, but we can't find the right word to describe him. So Heraclides is next supposed to wrestle Harvey Parker. He's like, I like that he's like an Instagram fitness guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's become a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, gym life. <laughs> he's like, he, beats, he beats the turn. He's like, hashtag gym life, boys. <laughs> Starts lifting. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Ali Mustafa. Dude, no way he didn't kill himself after that. <laughs> Like he's like, I lost a terrible Greek, and now he's flexing on me. <laughs> Damn. All right. So he's next. I'm to- wired right now. I know. <laughs> I, I like coffee. it. I'm I like wired. the energy. I, like I got it. too much energy. I'm on three hours sleep and an extra large coffee. <laughs> High on Heraclides stories. Dude, I'm buzzing on Heraclides right now. So Heraclides is supposed to wrestle Javi Parker next. Oh, man. Peter Parker's dead. Uh, but the match falls through when Parker goes east. That's all the information Go I have. Go east, young man. Uh, how, how far east? They're in New York, right? He just went east. <laughs> did, you just, did you just go to, did you just go to Connecticut? I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, where's, where's Harvey? Oh, he's, he went east. <laughs> what? And Heraclides says, like, oh, this, everyone's like, oh, this is a shame because uh, Heraclides had finally agreed on a match with two points down. Damn. He's like, I'm, uh, ready, I'm ready for two points down, Harvey, where you at? They're like, he's eats, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's already gone. Damn. 
What a disappointment to everyone. <laughs> They're really looking forward to the next Heraclides match. So on May 31st, Heraclides beat another Turkish wrestler, quote-unquote Turkish wrestler, right. named Mikalis, in two straight falls, and then shows off with more dumbbell exercises afterwards. Damn. This guy's the best now. <laughs> Wins twice. He's like, he's like, you guys didn't think I could do this. <laughs> now watch this. He's, he's lifting. <laughs> so I think if you're putting it together, it's pretty clear to, to recognize what's going on is that uh, this was right around the craze of people having fake Tarks re- wrestle yeah. was happening. And Heraclite is like, I'm I, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I couldn't be any real wrestlers I couldn't be match, real Turks. <laughs> but I could do that. Yeah. I could, like, pay a guy to, like, fake fake for me from, right. that he's from the Ottoman Empire. Dude, that's such a good heel move, too. Right. To just beat a Turk, and then after you beat, just in the middle of the ring, just start lifting. <laughs> just people throwing cans at you. <laughs> so sick. It's the dream, dude. Uh, so, in mid-June, uh, Heraclides goes to Buffalo uh, with his new manager, Colonel J. Burt Allen. Okay, uh, and uh, it's noted in numerous papers that about Colonel J. Burt Allen bring, is known for bringing his dog around. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what does it say? What type of dog he has? It's a Russian hound. A Russian hound. All right, weird move, Colonel JBA. Everyone needs a gimmick. Yeah. Uh, so he is uh, Heraclides is set to wrestle Denny Gallagher. Uh, with the winner is going to fight Ed Atherton. Finally. Finally, uh, the Star Gazette does not doesn't like Heraclides in the write up to the match and calls him the black, curly haired, ugly faced foreigner. Okay, again, their words, not ours. Um, yeah, they just don't like him. They don't yeah, like him. I mean, I can see it. <laughs> yeah, uh, the match was receiving a lot of build up. Part of it being uh, so they they play up that it's a, a Grecian wrestler versus an Irish man. Yeah, like the classic contest, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Greek versus Irish. Yeah. Uh, Kills all this time. It's probably the most build-up I could find and most excitement since the Atherton match that didn't end up happening. Okay. But then basically no crowd shows up. <laughs> where is it? Where is everyone? They don't uh, want to watch Heraclides? No. Um, so there's they only make $20 <laughs> like from the people who showed uh, up. You know how much they sell the tickets for? Not much. I uh, mean, there's like, there's like a dozen people, I guess, who okay. show up, supposedly. That's amazing. So so few people show up that they uh, there's like a whole there's this whole joke joke write up that I didn't like quote in it but where where Denny like looks through the curtains and like he goes I have I, I've gone blind and everyone's like what do you mean you've gone blind he's like I can't see yeah, anybody like, it's like oh there's, there's nobody's no one there. there so they just cancel the match yeah I remember when I was doing backyard wrestling and there was twelve people there I was like full house maybe. <laughs> <laughs> packed house. <laughs> You were living that Heraclides Denny was, life. Yeah, Denny I, was, I was a terrible, I was a terrible Greek. Uh, so Ed Heatherton was not happy that the match got canceled because he was going to face the winner. Yeah. Um. So he had paid his way to come to the area and he was going to wrestle the next day. So he, so he's kind of sol at this point. Um. But it doesn't happen. And then Monday, July third, Heraclides is set to wrestle Mort Henderson in Rochester. So we still keep going. Um. And Henderson had claimed that he had become famous for previously defeating Atherton. Okay. Um, so if he can beat Henderson, he basically beat Atherton. Basically the same deal. So before the match, the Star Gazette uh, talks about what Elmirans think of the match. They say, Elmirans expect another fizzle, such as the Greek has always been mixed up in. Okay. They're like, yeah, dude, he sucks. <laughs> People <laughs> stop following I've even been reading this paper. <laughs> This guy stinks. <laughs> they, they just like wherever Heraclides goes at this point, yeah, Elmira it, just it, like Elmira. Yeah. Now, like at first, it was just like, oh yeah, this guy Heraclides is here, and now it's like, guess who's in Rochester now? <laughs> Heraclides. Now he's in Buffalo. Now he's in Buffalo, just fighting people still. And they're like, still sucks. Why are we still talking about Heraclides? Like he's just like so fucking annoying. <laughs> Dude, I bet Charlie Wilson's writing or whatever his name was. Was it Wilson? Uh, one. Mar- one. Miller. Miller. Charlie Miller. Right? Those, there was, there was, there was Phil Charlie's. There was uh, Charlie White. Charlie White. Charlie, That's what I'm yeah, thinking about. Right. Charlie White is just bitter that Heraclides is not using him anymore. <laughs> I think Charlie White is okay with not being associated with Heraclides at this Charlie point. Charlie White went to ghostwrite for the, the Elmiron Times or whatever it was. That's a, I like that theory. That that could, that's, that that's, strong, that's a strong theory. Uh, so the match versus Heraclides and Henderson, it only lasts five minutes and two seconds. Uh, Heraclides kicks Henderson in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
It's my then, dude right there. Then he put a hold on him that the referee asked him to break because he thought it was a stranglehold. Can you please break? Can you, can you break that, please? So Heraclides just freaks out and says, "I'm not. I can't continue. This I, is. I'm, you're not letting me do a stranglehold. <laughs> are you? Are you serious right now, referee? <laughs> you just find him. He put in a stranglehold. Uh, Heraclides, can you not do that? Uh, what? <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Hashtag done. <laughs> Dude, Heraclides is like a little Tumblr baby. <laughs> he definitely has a blog, for sure. There's something or going whatever on. you called it back then. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a journal. That'd be something if Heraclides was writing for Elmira, and he was like, <laughs> he's yeah. like, you're just so self-hateful. Yeah. Like, like well, yeah, that, I'm the worst. Yeah, Dude, yeah, he's emo. <laughs> Heraclides is mad emo. <laughs> so it's about this time that Heraclides gets another new manager named Dave Connors. Hello, Davey boy. <laughs> Uh, so he does some some wrestling expeditions uh, and also uh, wrestles against another fake Turkish wrestler who has promoted this Yusuf sparring partner. Okay, so this guy used to spar with the, the Yusuf. Yep. Uh, um, <laughs> just reiterating the exact sentence. That's it. Watch is tight. <laughs> so then in August, uh, George Heraclides... As we're going along, Heraclides, at first, they just call him Heraclides. They start to introduce his first name, George Heraclides. Big George. Uh, into into it as, as he becomes less and less famous. Yep, George the Animal Heraclides. Uh, so he gets arrested for allegedly owing Dave Connors $50. Big 5-0. He's not making that, that scratch from those 12, 12 attendees. He also stole the guy's dog. What? <laughs> he stole Dave Connors' dog. Not the colonel's dog. Not the yeah. colonel's dog. This other guy's dog. Why does he keep getting linked up with managers who love their dogs? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> okay. Is this like an Al Snow Big Boss Man thing? He just stole his manager's dog. Al Snow and Big Boss Man? Al Snow and Big Boss Man where yeah. Big Boss Man kidnapped Al Snow's dog. And then fed it to him? Killed it and fed, fed it to him. him. Which is based off of the... The British Bulldog. No, it's based off of a shoot move that Mr. Fuji did. Oh, that's right, that's yeah, right. Mr. Fuji actually kidnapped it. His neighbor's dog kept barking. And he was getting so pissed that he, he t- stole the dog, cooked it, and fed it to his neighbor. Jeez. Oh, that's so fucked up. Dude. <laughs> so, uh, Heraclides shifts focus. After stealing his manager's dog, he's like, I need to rethink my life. <laughs> what <laughs> and am what I my doing? <laughs> So he starts pretty much focusing exclusively on his vaudeville act. Okay. He's like, what is his vaudeville act? Uh, lifting strong. He being a strong, <laughs> strong man. man. Strong man. I'm a strong boy. <laughs> Feats of strength. Yeah. I'm a 24 year old strong boy. He also. What am um, I doing? Stealing dogs. I should be lifting. <laughs> he also may have performed in Buffalo Bills Wild West show at some point. There's some reports of him maybe doing that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, he uh, also seems to show up in Chicago doing his uh, feats of strength okay. for a while. So then the reports for George... So then any, any reports, most of the reports I can see after this for George Heraclides are all about this strong man named okay. George Heraclides. So not, no more wrestling? Not really. Yeah. He gave up. Yeah. He's like, he's like, you know what? I can lift. Yeah. Is so, there, there's probably not a lot of money in strong man though, right? Well, it's still a show. I don't. Yeah, probably not as much as wrestling Yusuf. Yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. but he wasn't making a lot of money wrestling, wrestling at this point. He stunk. Yeah, right. <laughs> he wasn't a draw, and he couldn't wrestle. So right. <laughs> so I. So I. There's a bunch of reports of a strong man or, or a wrestler named George Heraclides committing various crimes around the country now for years after that. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean by various crimes? <laughs> so. Jumping ahead to August... Multiple accounts of dog theft? <laughs> so jumping ahead to August of 1901, there's a strong man in Chicago who George Heraclides, where he went, at some, where he it seemed like he went. So this guy is named George... Quick side note. This is, is this a book? Buffalo Bill's Wild West? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I read a book about Buffalo Bill's Wild West show last it, year. They didn't mention George Heraclides, though. What a weird coincidence. <laughs> um... I guess. I mean, as we talked about before, I, I've been reading a lot about 1890s sports in general and right. shows. Very weird passion. <laughs> but I'm glad you're doing it. I'm glad yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go it's on. all linking together. I want to hear his crimes. Okay. I want to hear about this criminal. <laughs> so so there's a report of George Heraclides, who is a strong man in Chicago. Uh, so it's spelt a little bit differently. 
I mean, come on. <laughs> How many strong men named George Heraclite are there? Right. So it's spelled H-E-R-A-C-L-I-D-E. Okay. I, I think it's the same it's guy. It's the same guy. Okay. I'm not even going to argue that it could be anyone different. <laughs> so he gets arrested for shooting a man? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know what happens. Ah, boy. <laughs> I don't know what happens with that. He just gets arrested for, for shooting a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then two years later, in March of two, uh, so he clearly didn't serve much time for shooting. I guess so. Uh, in 1903, again in Chicago, George Heraclides again, back back to his original name. Uh, he he appears in Chicago for and says that he wants to wrestle again. I want to wrestle. I'm back, dude. Back. You may have heard about me. I was kidnapping dogs and shooting people, but I'm ready to get back in the ring. <laughs> Nothing comes of it. <laughs> Psych. Then in December of 1904, uh, he seems to pop up in Oakland, and he's charged with defrauding a woman out of rent money. Defra- defrauding who? A woman out of, out of rent money, of paying rent. Okay, I mean, terrible, because he's terrible Greek. Right. At the same time, much better than shooting someone. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, in Oakland? He just ends up in Oakland? He's in o- Oakland. Damn. Yeah. Just George Heraclides, the strong left. man. Yeah, okay. So, uh, and then in 1909, uh, George Heraclides, the terrible Greek, shows up in Houston trying to wrestle again. What, what year is this? 1909. 1909, damn. Yeah, the jump. Yeah, he's old now at this point. He's what, 34? 34, 30? 34, yeah, he'd be 34. Um, so. He's like, I'm here, I'm in Houston, I'm ready to wrestle. And they're like, dude, stop. (laughs) Just go away. (laughs) Just please, just stop. We'd rather you be shooting people. <laughs> uh, so, starting in, in, in Elmira, oh, breaking news, guess who's in Houston? <laughs> <laughs> guess who's back? Um, so, starting in 1910, I, there's a lot of coverage around someone who's a seer, a performer named George Heraclides, who gets arrested for neglecting his wife and children. A, a seer as in like a soothsayer? Like a, yeah, like a, like a fortune teller? Fortune teller, yeah. Um, so there's no references specifically neglecting to- his wife and children. Yeah, he gets who, charged with who it. is this dumb broad that fell in love with Heraclides? <laughs> no respect for her. <laughs> she could do so much better. She could do so much better than Heraclides. The poor child. Uh, it's it's rough. Yeah, <laughs> neglected by the seer, <laughs> the seer of a father she had. Uh, so they so none of the reports reference him being a wrestler, but they do say that he was Bedouin. And in some of Her- George Heraclides' the wrestler's biography, they would talk about his mother being Bedouin. So what? Wait, what? Bedouin? Bedouin, like it's a, a, a tribe. Um, oh, like a like a Native American tribe? No, no, no. <laughs> um, where yeah. were they based out of? They were Bedouins. Like, is that something you join into? Um, or so just... they were they were a nomadic group of people who in the um like Arabic in the desert. Okay. So there would be some reports when the, I didn't mention it before, but um, there's some reports of George Heraclides' mother being a Bedouin sometimes. Okay. So when this other George Heraclides shows up... Uh, oh, there's another George Heraclides. If this is... I assume oh, this okay, is the same, same one. one. Yeah. It doesn't say, though. Like, there's no one. No one's following the George Heraclides stories but me. Right. But us. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares. How about you? <laughs> I'm, it's tough for me to follow it. <laughs> but, so, I think this is the same guy... Because uh, they talk about him being a wrestler and being a performer. Um, they also say that this guy was a circus performer. Um, that's the theme. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a circus theme. That's the theme to our show. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this person also gets arrested a year later in Reno for abusing his wife. Oh, man. Yeah. What um, happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, though. <laughs> In Reno, but yeah, it's close. Yeah. <laughs> what happens on the outskirts of Vegas? Just, I don't know what Reno slapping is. bellies, you know. Reno nine one one, dude. Uh, we got another call of a Greek using a stranglehold. <laughs> so in July, so they show up. His wife has him in a full Nelson. He's going into a full epileptic seizure. <laughs> it's like we thought it was the other way around. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, yeah. it's like no, no, he's pretty, pretty terrible. Yeah. Uh, so in July of 1912, there's a report of a of a beggar, um, of a homeless person, showing up and being arrested in South Carolina named George Heraclides. While they don't mention wrestling, they do say that he used to be in Buffalo Bill's Wild West show, okay. and he's a Bedouin, and he was a seer of some people. So there are three, those are three links to link us to Heraclides. Let's tie it up. 
Um, so that's the problem of doing these histories of people who are just liars. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you never know where the, the tale right. ends. So, as far as I can tell, unfortunately, the tale ends on August 14th, 1916. Damn, that's my ex-girlfriend's birthday. <laughs> the year. Too. The year. 1916. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, well, not yeah. She was born in... in um, on May 11th. Oh, okay. In 1916. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I find a death certificate from Arizona of a Greek seer and showman known George Heraclides who died of a brain tumor. Damn. Uh, they could find no address or relatives. Oh. What about his dumb bitch wife <laughs> that, he, that he abandoned and beat the shit out of? Couldn't find her. Damn. What about his kids that he left to be a seer? Couldn't find them. Okay. You know what? serves him right <laughs> i'll say it so he was buried in globe cemetery in globe uh in giller county arizona in a pauper's grave you ready for a field trip <laughs> you ready to go to arizona to look at heraclides grave i'm down okay yeah <laughs> might have to do a live podcast from uh heraclides gravesite <laughs> see if any family members come out to mourn psych got none dude <laughs> no one cares about you <laughs> Bad. So that is the sad, sad tale. So of sad. George that was a bummer one. <laughs> yeah, he had no triumphant moment. He like beat two fake Turks. <laughs> right. That's it. Yep. So for some reason, people don't really talk about it much. I wonder why. <laughs> um. So that's the end of this episode. Uh. So next episode, what I have planned in store is we are going to talk about. I know it's been tough talking about 1890s wrestlers. Yeah, it has. Very confusing. <laughs> it's been very tough. So we're going to jump in the time machine a little bit and go to the 1870s. <laughs> oh, going back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had different sound effects <laughs> for back and forth through time. The late 1970s, early 1980s. Wait, 19 or 18? 18. Okay. Sorry, 1870s. 1870s and early 1880s. Okay. And we're going to talk about a rivalry. Oh, <laughs> We're going to talk about some really big stars. So, we're going to talk about William Muldoon versus Theobald Bauer. Okay. Just those two? Just just their rivalry. Covering their career in one or two episodes is just too much. So, we're going to talk about their rivalry. Just their rivalry. Just their rivalry. The Yankees, Red Sox, Peanut Butter, Jelly. Basically. Yeah. All right. Can we leave the jelly line in from earlier? You can take that out. You can can leave it in. You want to say it again? I was just about that uh, peanut butter... Uh, calls jelly jealous. Just yeah, just leave it in early. We'll see. You can take that part out. Uh, do our Twitter and everything. Remember we said at the we'll do that at the end. Yeah. So um, oh wait, you, do you already have a uh, bumper at the end? No, oh, I yeah. usually record it at the end. But uh, you can find us on Twitter at hippodroming. H i p p o d r o m i n g. Yeah. That's h i double p. H i double p. O d r d r. O-M-I-N-G. <laughs> That's hippodroming. Yeah. And then we have, do we have an email? We have an email, right? Uh, email at is hippodroming at brockstevens.com. And I'll get an Instagram going, too. Okay. To be at Tyler Swain's Life. <laughs> I'm just going to post wrestling pictures now. I'm retired from the the posting game. I'm just going to post wrestling pictures. Just kidding. We'll get an Instagram going soon, folks. And uh, Kevin, thank you. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Hippodroming.